Hello, this is God's Loving Sacrifice, and this is GLS. Today, we're going to talk about where your trust lies. Proverbs 3, 5-6 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall lead your paths. And that's what we need to do, especially when we look at this world today and everything that's going on. We get confused. One of the things that hit me this week was all of the bank stuff that was going on, all the money stuff that's going on. And I had to stop and kind of laugh about it because I realized that we're worrying about money and our money even says in God we trust. So if we're trusting in God, why are we worrying about these things? That doesn't mean that you don't stand up for what you believe in. That doesn't mean you don't call out sin, that you just trust God will take care of it all. But you trust God to give you the strength and the grace, mercy, and patience that you need to go through it. Psalms 9, 9 through 10 says, The Lord will also be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. And for those you know, your name will be put their trust in you. For you, Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. He is. He is our refuge in times of trouble. That's who we go to. There's an old song, and I know I talk a lot about music, but I used to be a singer, so that's probably why. But it's called, I Go to the Rock. And it says, I go to the rock of my salvation, into the stone that the builders rejected. Cry into the mountain, and the mountain stands by me. When the world all around me is sinking sand, on Jesus, that solid rock I stand. When I need a shelter. When I need a friend, I go to the rock. That's what we need to do. Everything that goes on in our lives, we need to trust the Lord. Psalms 28, 6-7 says, Blessed be the Lord, because he has heard the voice of my supplications. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoices, and with my song, I will praise him. How often do we do that? How often do we praise him? Do you ever find yourself in a day saying, oh, Lord, please take care of this. Oh, Lord, please help this. Oh, Lord. Do we stop to say, Lord, thank you. You are so magnificent. You've given me so much. I thank the Lord for the talents that I have all of the time. It amazes me when I get on my mic and start talking to you guys. I have nothing written down. I have some scriptures that I want to go over, but none of this is written down. It all comes from my heart. It all comes from the Holy Spirit. And that amazes me. It amazes me. I start talking without knowing what I'm going to say, but it always comes out because I put my trust in God. I trust Him for the words. I trust the Holy Spirit to be the influence in my words. Psalms 37, 5 through 6 says, Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in Him and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as light and your justice as the noonday. Again, that little light shining. So when we commit ourselves to the Lord and we put our trust into him, he does direct our paths. He does so much above and beyond what we can imagine that he will do. It tells us in Isaiah what he does. Isaiah 43, 2 and 3 says, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. For I am the Lord your God, 
the Holy One of Israel, your Savior, your Savior. Do you realize what that is? I think sometimes as Christians, we don't think of He is our Savior. We know He's our Savior because that's His name. But He saved us. He saves us every single day. You're driving down the street. You're in a hurry to get somewhere. You get a red light. You get upset about it. And you get the green light. You go and there's an accident. And you could have been in that accident if you'd have ran that red light or if the light would have stayed green. He saves us constantly. So besides saving us from our sins, sometimes he saves us from ourselves. Jeremiah 17, 7-8 said, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spread out its roots by the river, and will not fear when heat comes. But its leaves will be green, and will not be anxious in the year of the drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. We are blessed when we trust in him. I know all the stuff that's going on in the world today concerns me. I think I just don't understand what people are thinking, but we can't be afraid. Isaiah 41, 10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Fear not. We're not supposed to fear. We're not supposed to worry. The story I love to tell, and I may have told it before in one of my podcasts, but I'm going to tell it again, is my daughter called me one day crying. Mom, I need diapers. I don't have any gas money. I don't know what I'm going to do. And she was just, she said, I'm just so worried what's going to happen. And I said, okay, I want you to do something for me. I want you to go sit in your car and I want you to continue crying, worrying like you are right now. And when you finally get done with that, tell me how much gas you have in your car. She says, well, there won't be any more gas in my car. Bingo. So you're worrying and crying was, is not going to put gas in your car, is it? It's not going to buy your diapers either, is it? So why are you doing it? I knew I was mom. Mom and make sure she had gas and diapers. But I wanted her to learn something. I wanted her to see that God expects us not to just sit around and worry, but get up and do something. So I said, Joy, go clean your house. Go do something. Get your mind off of it. And I'll talk to you later. Half hour later, she calls me back and I go, well, what's going on? She said, I'm getting ready to go down and get some diapers and gas. And I said, oh, you are? How are you doing that? She says, oh, we found $5 and a bunch of change in the couch and in the chairs. And I got enough to put get a little gas in the car and get a small box of diapers. So I said, see, God knew there was money there. He just needed you to get up and look for it. But instead, you wanted to worry and cry. So fear not. He's always with us. He never leaves us, never forsakes us. So why do we worry? Where does our trust go at those times? Isaiah 40, 29 through 31 says, He gives power to the weak, and to those who have no might, He increases strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Waiting on the Lord gives us that strength. Trusting in Him, knowing that He is the source of our strength. He is the source of our power. He is the source of our joy, of our faith. You know, there's so many things in life that we just instantly 
worry about. I know a elderly lady that she's just really been afraid lately. And she says whenever she doesn't feel good, she's afraid, oh no, is this the time I'm going to die? And I just don't know how to talk to her. So the only thing I tell her is, do you know where you're going when you die? Do you know who you're going to be with when you die? If you're sure of that, don't worry when you're sick. If it's your time, God's going to take you. If it's not, there'll be healing. Go to the doctor. Find out what's the matter. But don't worry about it because worrying about it is just going to make you sick. And that's what we do in so many instances when something's happening. And usually the things we worry about don't even come to pass. And just like her, she gets better and then she doesn't worry about it anymore. But so many things that we decide it's important for us to worry about never, ever happen. I want to leave you with this. First Peter 5, 6 through 11 says, Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Cast all your cares upon him, because he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil walks like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfectly establish, strengthen, and settle you, to him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen.